Welcome to the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Jamie Ivey, and I'm your host, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week, I ask a girlfriend to join me, and we just chat about whatever may be going on in their lives, in the world, or anything we want to, because it's like a happy hour. It's just a fun time with friends, so I'm so happy that you're here to join us. Today, my friend Amanda Brown is my guest, and we talk all about her running the Boston Marathon. We talk about the TV show Friday Night Lights. We talk about The Bachelorette, and we talk about her Etsy store, where she has a coupon code just for you listeners. So thank you so much for joining. I hope that you will stay connected with the Happy Hour Podcast. You can find all the show notes on my blog, jamieivy.com. So sit back, relax, and join us as we chat. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so um, when I introduced you earlier, I said that you were a mom and a runner and a wife. And what else would you describe yourself? Mm, Good question. I, I do work. You work from home. I, I do some work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? I, Is it interesting? I mean, I kind of know, but. Uh, sometimes interesting, depending on who's <laughs> listening. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a friend that's an author. Uh-huh. Should I say his name? Yeah, for sure. Pimp his book out. Yeah, Josh Reebok is his name, and he wrote. He's written two books, and his latest is called Heroes and Monsters, which and so I read I, and I recommend. Yes, very good, really good. Um, and so I do his booking and travel stuff That's like fun. that. This is totally random, and who cares? But they don't live in Austin anymore, do they? No, in Charleston. Okay, cool. Um, I was going to ask you something about his book. Is he working on another one? He is. He's. Um, we don't have a release date yet, but it's um, going to be next year, likely. Um, okay. He's on the second. He's about halfway through his second draft of it. Okay. Whatever that means. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a creative type. So whenever it's done, it's done. Okay. Those creative types. <laughs> so good. Okay. And you have two boys. I have two boys, four and a half and two and a half. They're a handful. They're a handful. I remember my boys are about that when I just had two kids, they were about that age apart. They're 22 months apart. So I remember those young days. Yeah, yeah, they are a mess. Such so a mess. Fun. But becoming little buddies, so it's that's kind the of best fun. when you start yeah. to see them become friends, and then they start to play together instead of just yes. side by side. Yes, and annoy each other. They share a room now, so that's been good for them to kind of have to learn to share space and get along with each other. You know what? My boys have. I've always had kids sharing rooms, and we did that with my two, and I just had two as well. Even when we had extra space, they shared a yeah. room. Um, you know what my thought on it always was, is that it is so good for them because think about your life. When do you not have to share a room? Never. Yeah. When you go to college, unless you live, unless after college, but let's, so after college you could, you know, but say your first year in college, you usually live in a dorm, right? Yeah. And you usually have a random roommate that you've never met until the day before. (laughs) Did you do that? You had a potluck? I did. Oh Lord. Did you? No. Mm -mm. And you went to Texas, University of Texas, right? For grad school. I went to Baylor. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a Baylor bear. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll go back to the sharing room thing. But real quick, I need you to answer this. So when Baylor plays Texas, who do you root for? Uh, Baylor. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's where your heart lies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Baylor's been fun to root for the past few years. Yeah, because they're getting they're good, finally. Yes. Yeah. It's you, been fun. Didn't you fun. even go to that game in the fall where it was freezing? Yes. That's the Baylor-Texas you know. game. That's how you know you're a true fan. And it was up in Waco, right? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the Big 12 championship. Oh, look at you. And it was like 20 degrees. Yeah. It was crazy. And y'all are getting a new stadium next year. Yes. Okay, yeah. back to the sharing the room. So I went potluck. My roommate's yeah. name, oh my gosh, her name was Keely Kelly. Okay. Are you, do you still keep up with Keely Kelly? No, I don't think I've talked to her since I left Dallas. Uh-oh. I should find her on Facebook. Yeah, in August. In August, because I'm on a Facebook fast, <laughs> which so is Amanda, by the way. Yes, it's going well so far. Okay, we're we all over the Facebook. place. I know, I know. Okay, real quick, the boys in the room. This is the advice I always give yes. parents. I'm always okay. like, you just have to do it. Because at first, they're going to wake each other up, right? Yeah. yeah. But they get over it. Yeah. They no, it was awful at first, but it didn't. It wasn't awful for very long. Yeah. A lot of good things in life start out awful, though, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <There's> your- Children. <laughs> There's your grand thought for the day. Marriage. Everything. Oh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, okay, so I was thinking this morning about one of the main things I want to talk to you about. Okay. Was it you just ran the Boston Marathon? Yes, I did. Almost. What is today? The 19th, almost a month ago. Today is May 19th. Yeah. So almost a month ago. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that are listening that aren't runners, you may not understand how big of a deal this is. (laughs) But I think even if you're not a runner, you can grasp the the hugeness of this. Can you just, cause here's what I want to know also. So I used to run before I hurt my back. I used to be a runner. I love running. I really do. It's like a time where you're just with yourself and with your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I actually listen to podcasts or sermons while I'm running, but still your mind is as free, but whatever. Yeah. But here's the deal. I've ran a couple halves in my life and I had a goal to run a full, which I don't think will ever happen, but I'm always amazed when a mom trains for a full marathon. Yeah. Because tell me the, the miles you put in each week. Um, the past few marathons that I've done. Wait, time out. I just need everyone to notice that Amanda said the past few marathons. <laughs> so she's a runner. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So Boston was number 15. Shut up. Yeah, 15. I think I knew that, but I had forgotten that. Okay, yeah. wait, how old are you? 30. Two, almost 33. And so you ran your first marathon at what age? Um, it was in 05, so it must have been 24, 24. So between, Wait, is that right? How? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you've ran that many marathons. Wow, Amanda. So, but I will say the first, like, probably 12 of them were like what I would call survival marathons, like just trying to get across the finish line without Uh dying. Right. Um, But then a few years ago, I started training more seriously. Um, And it's been better because when you train right, it's just better for you. Um, And you run a better marathon and you feel stronger and and ultimately faster. And so – so the last couple marathons weekly, I would say about 50 miles a week Dang, or so. That's so a lot of miles. Lot. And with kids, a lot of it's on a treadmill because I don't have the time to, um, you know, with Doug going to work and everything. Yeah. I, I have to do it at the gym where they have childcare. Yeah. I, tra- one of my halves, I, I trained in the summer, which is yeah miserable. Yeah. And I was on this, I was in the same boat. I did a lot of treadmill running and it was, we were at a membership at, uh, 
I don't know the name of the gym, but whatever. They had a movie theater. And so oh. literally I would run on the treadmill and watch a movie. Yeah. A huge screen? A huge screen. It was like a theater and there was oh, just wow, treadmill cool. set up. I mean, it was dark and kind of scary if you think about it, but it was fun. It was easy to train that way. See, but my problem is my ears sweat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you have sweaty ear syndrome? <laughs> I can't keep my headphones in. Ah. Oh. I even have the ones that not like the iPod uh-huh. earbuds, but the ones that go in your ears. Yeah. No and so I can only watch just enough until my ears get sweaty. <laughs> so how many miles until you start sweating too much? Like what's the time? At it's it. not much. About okay. two miles. Okay. It's about as much TV as I can watch at the gym. That is so funny. I never knew And that. then I start reading a book on my phone, which okay. is about equally as miserable. Yeah. I've done that too on an iPad. Read a book. Mm-hmm. Man. Multitasking, yeah. Amanda. Well, <laughs> I watched you run the Boston via my phone. I had your little number in my app. Yes. And I'm telling you, I've watched, I guess just you and my brother have run a full marathon where I've been like involved in their lives yeah. and know them and follow them on my phone. And both yeah. times, like, I just remember this like overwhelming, like feeling of like, I'm so proud. Like I was so proud of you and I would watch <laughs> it and it would send me your splits and everything. And yeah. what was your final time? Um, 343.07. Is that your so, best? No, no. My best was, um, qualifying for okay. Boston, which was 332. Um, but it was great for me because, um, I had a shin splint issue that slowed me down a lot during Boston. Um, so I started much faster than I ended, but, um, but it was really a gift, I think, because I was able to like really enjoy the experience, you know, just to slow down enough to like watch everyone. Like this crowd support is insane at Boston. And I think even more so this year because it was such an important year for Boston. But I was going to ask you that every picture I saw of you, you just had the biggest smile on your face. And I was like, she's running for three and a half (laughs) hours and she's so happy. But I was going to ask you this. I did ask you personally, but I would like for you to share. How was it? Was there any fear involved? Did you sense any personally, any fear? And then did you sense any kind of fear from just the whole event being the first marathon since they had the Boston bombing? Yeah, I think, um, I didn't really fear much until I got there and then it kind of overwhelmed me a little bit, especially the night before the race. I was with, um, my husband and my mom and stepdad. And, um, of course none of them were running, but we were all having dinner together and I just had a breakdown, like just totally lost it. Uh, and I was just so afraid that I was going to die the next day, yeah. you know? And, um, and it seems kind of silly now to say, but, um, I think probably what was happening was that I was feeling kind of alone because I was with my family, but none of them were going to be participating in the same way I was participating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, went to bed that night, woke up the next morning and then went to the starting area. And all of a sudden I was with like thousands of other runners that were doing the same thing. And I got on the bus next to a girl that was, um, about my age. And I asked her if she was scared and she was like, no, not at all. She, she, was, she was like, why would you be scared? You know, it's like, uh, I, why are you not scared? Right. Not aware of what, you know, 
Um, but I think ultimately like just being around all of those other people, I didn't feel so alone anymore and kind of felt like we were doing it together. Boston's big slogan this year was run as one. Um, and I love that cause it really did feel like this is a community event. Like we're all doing this together. And, um, I saw a picture of, at the, um, I guess it was probably the next day. And this was probably much later after I'd finished the crossing or the finish line. But, um, I guess someone had a cramp issue or, or some sort of injury close to the finish line and the people around that person picked them up and carried them across the finish line. Oh my gosh. It's just amazing. Amazing. Like the kind of, it's the kind of experience that I don't think I'll ever have again in my whole life. Even if I were to do Boston again, I think there's something so special about it being my first Boston and especially being the year after the bombings and just what an important year it was. I remember crossing the finish line and the guy that put, the metal over my head said, thanks for helping us heal. Oh my God. It was just amazing. So many people out in the crowd that were just saying, thank you. Thank you for running. And, um, Jeez. it's just, it's just such a cool experience. So yeah, I think when I got actually got going and, um, got around all the other runners, that fear kind of disappeared for, for the length of the race. I didn't really feel it again. Jeez, now I did at the finish area. I did run in the center of the road. <laughs> Cause you were like, I'm going to be conscious of where I am. You know what? I would imagine that there are lots of people that ran this year that would have a similar story to what you said. Yeah. You know, just that feeling of a little bit of, except for the girl sitting next to you on the bus. She, yeah. but I bet there are a lot more people with just that kind of that sense in their belly. Yeah. But then, man, what an awesome, awesome experience. So cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know that I don't, I can't remember if I've talked about this on the other podcast, but I am in the middle of finally catching up with Friday Night Lights. Yes. And so good. Yes. I'm way behind on the train. But what I wanted to mention to you is um, <clears throat> I finally saw you in the show the other day. Yes. <laughs> so you were like an extra. What season five? What episode four? Yes, episode four. Okay, mm-hmm. so you keep told- looking. I think is the name of the episode. Oh, look at you! So mm-hmm. it's when um, Buddy Garrity takes his son to the steak restaurant. If yes, any of you were Friday Night Light fans. Friday Night Light fans, and that was actually was that at um, Hills. Yes, Hills Cafe downtown. Yeah, right here in Austin. It's an iconic store. Uh, yeah restaurant. But anyhow, did you know that I was an extra in a film as once as well? No, do tell. Okay. So I, do you remember that movie 10 cup? Yeah, barely. Okay. Well, you might not. It was a golfing movie. Kevin Costner. It was in, I think it came out in like 96 or something because I was a senior. Um, and it was in Houston and they had all these extras come out for the golf tournament. Is that what you call it? Golf tournament? Is it a tournament? Okay. The golf tournament. And, um, I was out there, but unlike you, I have no screen time. Oh no. <laughs> they cut you? No, there were thousands of us there. Oh. I mean, I was just in the stand, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you could really see you. Well, I have Red Lobster to thank for that. How? Well, I waited tables at Red Lobster. Oh, so you were experienced. That's probably why I, you got the gig. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so I really have a lot to owe to the lob, but it was such a cool experience. Okay, Red Lobster does have, like, the best rolls ever. Oh, they do. Easy rolls? Yeah, they do. They're about 14 grams of fat per roll. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Um, how did you do the extra thing on Friday Night Lights? So we watched, we started watching when it was about to be season four. I think when they were, so I think season four had already filmed, but it wasn't on TV yet. Okay. And so, um, we watched season four on TV, like as it was happening and, um, about then, I, it seems morbid, but we decided to write some bucket lists at the age of like 29 or however old That's we were. Awesome. Yeah. And so I put that I wanted to be an extra on Friday Night Lights. And then I was like, if I'm going to do it, I think I have to do it like today because it's going to be wrapping soon. And so I went online and found like where they find their whatever agency they use to book their extras. Okay. And I put it in. And, um, it was like, like the next week I got a call, but I think the reason was because, um, they had, you know how they have all of their Dylan people Uh and and they have East Dylan people. Mm -hmm. And so they were using like this pool of extras, but they had to be so judicious and not using Dylan people for East Dylan stuff. And so they're kind of running out of people. So I think that's why I got picked up in season five. Okay. So like if I wanted to be an extra in a TV show that was filming here in Austin, I could just go online and apply at these places. Yes. How do I not know about this? I want to be an extra. I know you do. Yes. You should do that. I'll send you the information. I can't remember the name of the, the agency, but even I think Rhett was like six months old or something. And so I registered him too, because I thought, well, maybe well, I can take yeah. like a football game or something. Take your baby to work with you at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you get paid? Uh, yeah, like $58, I think. Did you get to eat while you were working or just? No, no. Were there a lot of waitresses? Because how, you may, I mean, it's pretty, if you know you, like, have you not, have you not told me that you were in this episode? I wouldn't yeah. have noticed you because I would have been paying attention to the characters. Right. But tell, you telling me that that was that you were in the restaurant, I could have picked you out because yeah. it's, you, I just know you, and it was you. Were yeah. there other waitresses that didn't get screen time? Uh, probably, because there were there were maybe like five of us. Okay. Um, and then of course there's one waitress that had a couple yeah, of waitresses, but yeah. she she wasn't an extra; she was an actual actress. But well, I think you could have taken her part. Well, I kind of do too. I, I would have said something. How <laughs> are you? <laughs> Oh, okay. So that's so, so good though. So how far are you now? Well, I, I've been busy and haven't been able to watch as much as I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, this is funny. I let myself watch one during the day. Okay. Like I'll do laundry or dishes or something. And then at night I'll kind of zone out and watch a couple, but I've been really busy. I'm not much further than that episode when I texted okay. you last week. Okay. So I'm still in season five. If, y'all, if you're listening and you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I have loved it and people have told me to watch it for years and I never did. Now I have all kinds of thoughts, Amanda, about the fact that this is teenagers and there is a lot of drinking and sleeping around going on. Yes, there is. You didn't do any of that, did you? Well, of course not. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every I mean, time I watch actually it, actually teenagers. Oh, well, I understand that. But every okay. time I watch it, I'm like, this show, I love the show. So I'm, I love it. Like I literally want, if I ran into, you know, coach Taylor lives in Austin yes. down in uh dripping, right? 
Dripping Springs. If I ran into him, I would be that stupid person that calls people by their TV names. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, Coach Taylor, it's so nice to meet you. So like, I'm telling you, I love the show, but I do think a lot about. This sounds so momish. Oh my gosh, I sound like a grandma. But I think a lot about what they're they're promoting so much, like drinking and sexing. You think they're promoting it? I think that when they put it on TV like that, it is this yeah. lifestyle that they are promoting. Yeah. Because look, who's that. your favorite character on there? I know who it is. Oh gosh. I mean, I cannot stay away from Tim Riggins. Exactly. Every girl says her favorite character is Tim Riggins. Yeah. And what I don't understand is that he just sleeps around on all his girlfriends. <laughs> I'm serious. But every girl, they're like, I love me some Tim Riggins. Yes, I and, know. And, and we can't be friends with him. No. And y'all, I'm not like, I'm not saying like, I don't believe me. I have my, I watch Scandal for the love. I have, I'm not saying don't watch these shows. All I'm saying is I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Speaking of TV shows, uh, The Bachelorette starts tonight. Oh my goodness. I I can't wait. So we're, we're recording this on Monday, although it won't go up till later, but, um, the bachelorette. So here's the deal. I need you to give me a little background because I didn't watch last season. Juan Pablo. Thank goodness you didn't watch it. That's what I've heard. I heard Juan Pablo was a disaster from the get go, but the girl that's on it, um, yes. Andy Dorfman, she was on Juan, she was on the season last year or last season and she yeah. dumped him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was like the final three or four. It must've been three. Okay. Uh, Cause she went to where, wherever they do like the overnight dates. So I think that's three. Yeah. Yeah. I think he gets to sleep with three women. Yes. In a week. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of promoting (laughs) sex and drinking. Oh, this Uh, is going down here. Hill. (laughs) Um, are you going to watch? 
watch on the treadmill. So, yeah. I don't watch live. I can't waste two hours. I'm with you on that right there because I like to fast forward through the drama. Yeah. Um, I think I might watch, but I don't know. It's the summer and you get busy, you know. Our yeah. girlfriend, we both have a friend named Megan, and she loves it. So she already invited me over to watch it tonight. So we'll see what happens. All right. So you're going to go? You're going to watch episode one? Maybe. Yeah. Do you pick, are you one that like watches it and you're like, from the get go, I think she's going to pick this guy? Well, I did do that with um, Juan Pablo's season. I picked the winner. No way. The first episode. Yeah, I did. Um, and I'll, I'll probably try to pick, but I usually read the spoilers after episode two. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> the spoilers always tell you who he picks, who they pick. I, he's been wrong a couple times. Reality okay. Steve. Oh, this is a person? Reality Steve? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he's been wrong. Speaking but. of Bachelorette, if you weren't married and you mm. were 26, like sweet little Andy is, would you do something like this? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I could do it. I mean, we've got friends. You and I have friends that are young and single. Would we advise our friends to do it? Probably not. No, I don't think I would advise them to do it because I'd worry, I'd worry they'd get on there and make a fool of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Well, even if they don't make a fool of themselves, ABC will make a fool of them. That's true. That's true. The last, I think the last bachelor or bachelorette I saw was, remember that girl that was like, Drama. Well, that's everyone. But yeah. she, she like fell down the stairs or something. Oh, Tiara. Look Tiara. at you. Oh yeah. And her mom said that she lost her sparkle or something, or yes. she had sparkle in her eyes. Yes. <laughs> okay. That was the last time I saw one of these shows. Yeah. We don't want to lose our sparkle. Lose your sparkle's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Um, okay. Amanda, you said you work and you mentioned that you do booking for Josh, but you also have an Etsy store. I do. Yes. And it's gone so well lately. I don't know why. Um, so we just opened our store like, um, probably in February of 2013. And it's just a little uh, shop that we do custom invitations for like birthday parties for kids mostly and, um, wedding shower invitations, rehearsal dinner invitations and stuff like that. But all of it's digital. So it's awesome because, I just email the files. I don't have to mail anything. Um, so we opened our shop last like February and it was a fine year. We don't, we don't count on it for anything. Like we do all of our budgeting out of, out of Doug's income. Um, and so it was just kind of a nice extra for us, like for date money or stuff like vacation, stuff like that. Um, and this year it's like totally taken off. We did in, in probably two months in January, yes, January and February, we passed what we had done in all of 2013. That's so good. What's it called? It's called Howdy Do Prints. Now tell me this. So when I order something from you, is this the new way that people are doing it? Is that I just go print it myself? Or can yeah, lots of home? people aren't doing it that way. It's just a lot, co- a lot more cost effective for you okay. if you want to print because lots of people now are printing as photos, like at CVS. Oh, yeah, and that's whatever. Cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah, and then if, even if you don't like the photo feel, you can always like mount it on cardstock. You know, with that glue is or stuff. such a good idea. Yeah. So, so what are like your what's your price range? 
most, almost everything is $15. You cannot beat that because yeah. if you, do you do wedding invitations? We have some, we don't have any on our shop right now, but we actually did our own wedding invitations. When you say we, you and Doug do this together, right? Your husband. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he taught me how to use the software that we use. Uh Um, and I do it all now pretty much by myself. He helps me when there's things that are a little bit more complicated that I I'm learning how to do. Um, but yeah, I mostly do it by myself. Um, so we did our own wedding invitations and we've done a couple, um, custom jobs for people. Um, but yeah, when custom jobs come up, they're more than $15 yeah, for, sure. for sure. But $15 are ones that we already have done, ready to go. We just changed the details of the event. I love it so much because I remember, um, when we were doing wedding, which I'm almost married 13 years. So that was a long time yeah. ago. That was one of the highest costs. Yeah. It is so expensive crazy expensive. And that would cut down costs. So any of you doing a budget wedding planning, there you go. Um, I was going to ask you some, Oh, and you do Christmas cards. We did. Is that a big thing for you this year? Um, they weren't great for us this year, but I don't know. Everything's kind of exploded since January. So we'll try again this Christmas and see how that goes. But, um, but so far really, um, wedding inv- or wedding shower invitations have been the most popular. Okay. So far. Okay. I don't want to put um, you on the spot, but do you want to do a little discount for anybody listening? Yeah, sure. 10%. Okay. Can they just you want to do Jamie 10 or happy hour 10 happy, happy hour 10. I like Is that it. too many words. Uh, <laughs> I guess we have to decide. Does it matter? Oh, this is so, we should figure this stuff out before we start going live yeah, on a let's podcast. Do happy, happy, happy 10. 10. There, there you go, best. people. And 10%. I'll put all of this information in the show notes on the blog uh, post as well. Um, I love your stuff. And so I yeah. always have great, you know this about me. I have great ideas. In fact, you designed a Christmas card for me. Yeah. When you were going to or something and I never even mailed any out. That's the story of my life right there. Yeah. I didn't either this year. So maybe next year. I like to do them. It's just so much happens. I need to literally, I need to start working on this in October. Yeah. When do you get your family pictures done though? Well, we had them done this year in like September. Oh yeah. You don't have an excuse then. Thank you. I know it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Uh, um, Okay. A few more things. I want to ask you this. I was looking up online. You and I, are you from Texas? Yeah. Well, I was born in Kentucky, but my family is from Texas. We, they just happened to, my mom and dad happened to be there because my dad was going to seminary in, in Louisville. Oh, I didn't know so that. So I was born in Louisville, but then we moved back to Waco shortly okay. after I was born. So you've been in Waco forever. Yeah. You're a Baylor City Bear. That's right. City of dreams. Okay. So I was looking up online. If you're in Texas, if you're listening, I saw something that said the top 15 small cities in Texas. Yeah. So there's something about myself is that when someone says they're from somewhere in Texas, I always like to know where. Mm -hmm, And for some reason I'm baffled if I've never heard of it. I don't know why we live in the largest state in this second. Yeah. I was going to say in this con in this what do you call this area? This section? Continental U.S. Yes. Thank you. We live in the largest state in the continental U.S. And for some reason, I think I should know every city in yes. Texas. But I don't I, because I looked at this list and there were some I didn't know. Another random thing about me is I like to know people's mascots. Yes, I know. That is so weird about you. So where did you go to high school? Midway. Do you know my mascot? No. Is that a public school or a private? 
Public. What's your mascot? Panthers. Midway Panthers. Mm-hmm. What's your color? Purple? No, red and blue. Red and blue. Okay, Midway Panthers. Now I know. I do like to know that. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because I was the mascot when I was in high school. <laughs> that probably has something to do with it. <laughs> Trying to envision what you would look like in a panther costume. Exactly. It would have been better. I was a knight. Oh. And so I had to wear this big head, the huge head. That was yeah. the thing. And then you can see, I could only do this when I was in high school because you couldn't pay me enough money to put on a <laughs> neck to ankle blue bodysuit. Yeah. Dude, I would not ever do that right now. No, no. I mean, I had some armor on, but please. Oh my gosh. Okay. 15, top 15 small cities in Texas. Yes. There we go. Number okay. one was Hallettsville. Never heard, heard of it. Of it? Me neither. Never one. No. Never heard of it. And Number don't... one small city. Never even heard of it. Isn't that crazy? Where is it? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the next is Canton. Oh, sure. Canton. East because Texas. That, well, isn't that where First Monday is? Yes. Yeah. First Monday uh, is this. Now, the last time I went to First Monday, I was a sophomore in college, and I've been out of college a long time. But it's this huge, like, trade show, right? Yeah. Uh, lots of stuff like everything yeah antiques and home yeah make stuff i don't know number three is fort davis Mm, no i mean it sounds familiar but i've definitely never been there or anything fort davis okay uh fourth is rockwall oh yeah rockwall where is this um it's close to the dallas area oh okay all right yeah my um the wife of my youth minister was the basketball coach at Rockwall High School. What's their mascot? And she won, like, um, she won coach of the year. Wow. And state champions. I think they were the state champions. What's Jill their mascot? Mendel. Oh, I don't know. Oh, come Rockwall. on. Rockets, maybe. Rockets. <laughs> okay, number five is, um, and I think I'm going to mispronounce this, Goliad? Oh, Goliad. Um, I think that's in East Texas. Okay. We got a lot of family in East Texas. I think that's right. Okay. I don't know for sure. A lot goes on in East Texas. Yeah. Um, okay, number six is Bastrop. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah Bastrop. Which is close to us. And that's where all those fires were a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, if you, there were huge fires there maybe two years ago. And if you drive down there today, you can still tell a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Number seven is Canyon. Canyon yeah, in West Canyon. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We have some friends that are from Canyon and I think it's, well, it's a small town, obviously it made the list, but yeah, it's in the panhandle. Yeah. Which, you know, the funny thing about if you're in Texas, this is not going to mean anything to anyone that doesn't live here, but if you're in Texas, the panhandle always gets left out. <laughs> you know, it's like, no one ever thinks about the panhandle. Okay. Number yeah. eight is Fredericksburg. Yeah. 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 Fredericksburg is great. We've done a couple getaways there. Air, um, girls trips. My girlfriend yeah. Amy and I went there once. Yeah, it's not really my thing, though. You like Fredericksburg? It's okay. We have a mutual friend, Maris, and that's like her happy place. Yes. <laughs> Maris and I differ on that. Yeah. I I wouldn't pick to go there. No. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. Okay, number nine yeah. is Marfa. I've never been there. You've been there, right? No, I've never been. It's oh, in West haven't. Texas. No, Aaron was just there all last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's near yeah, Big Bend. We need to go there. I hear it's like really, really, really cool. Yeah, I want to go for sure. West Texas. I have some friends, the Ots, that they go there a lot with friends and have a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Okay, let's get through this quicker. Number 10, Lukenbach. I have never been to Lukenbach. But let's sing have it. Have you? Let's go to Lukenbach, Texas. Texas. Willie and Waylon and the boys. <laughs> That's a big song that Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings said. I've never been there either. It makes well, me think, though, that you would just go there and eat barbecue and drink beer. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Number 11 is Wimberley. Yes. I think our first trip together was to Wimberley. You and I. Where'd we go? To that retreat. Wimberley. Oh, we did. That big rainstorm. Yep. Yep. We went to Wimberley. Wimberley is close to Austin here, relatively. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They have a lot of antiques and wineries. I've been to a winery out there. Yeah. Nice little town. Nice little quaint town. Salado. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Salado. I don't think I've ever been there. I-35 between here, between Austin and Waco. Oh, oh yes, I've been there. I've stayed at a bed and breakfast there with a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah it's nothing. You blink and you'll miss it. 13 yeah. is Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson's East Texas. Yeah. Never heard of it. Basically, half of these are in East Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that was number 14 is Rockport. No, I don't I know Rockport. Rockport either, but I think it's on the water. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's down there by Port Aransas. Yeah. Which I'm going to Port Aransas this summer with my kids to the beach. Oh, that'll be fun. Have you taken your boys to the beach? No, not yet. We need to. Yeah. Um, was that 15? 15. 15. Number 15 is Nacogdoches. Oh, yes. Go Lady Jacks. That's also in East Texas. Yeah. They're the Lumberjacks, by the way. Stephen F. Austin. Without looking, can you spell Nacogdoches? Oh, oh, it's on my screen. N-A-C-A. Mm-mm. I already messed up? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... N- That's a hard Oh, one. N-A-C-O-G. Yeah, it's one of those words that's hard. I always mess up on spelling New Braunfels, too, which is a city here in uh, Texas. <laughs> yes. Which yeah. we just... This is the last thing, and then we got to go. But we, yeah. you and I just went to New Braunfels on a girl's trip. Yes. We try to do this every... We've done it in May for like the past three or four years. I don't know. But we go down, dinner, hang out. This year we stayed up till 2.45 in the morning, which I <laughs> barely have recovered from. And then we float down the river. Yeah. And it's so much fun. But here's what I wanted to say to you. Okay, did you hear about this girl named Charity Johnson here in Texas? Yes. What in the world? Okay, so if you haven't heard, Charity Johnson is... 31, they said, or something? She's in her 30s. Yeah, 34. Okay, she's in her 30s. Yeah, yeah. Clearly a, a, a grown woman. Yeah. She was acting, I guess, impersonating, whatever. She was like she was a 13-year-old girl. So yeah. she was enrolled in a school. Mm-hmm. She got help from a homeless shelter. Like, she just conned so many people. Yeah. As like a sophomore in high school. She she posed as a sophomore in high school. Here's my two things. Number one, when we were together last weekend, we <laughs> ran into some sweet little baby boys who yes. thought we were in college. Yes. Now, they were either being just really sweet to us old women, or they really did. And that made me feel really good. <laughs> it made me feel really good. But my second thing about this story that I thought of is you could not pay me enough money to go back to high school. No way. No way. I would do college again in a heartbeat. Really? High school, no way. Oh, no. Never. Would that? I'm like... You wouldn't do college either? I, 
I, I maybe need a do-over for college. I, yeah. I didn't do a lot of studying. I did a lot of that Friday Night Lights stuff that we were talking yeah. about earlier. <laughs> so I probably, college, it was fun in a weird way, but I don't have those awesome college memories like a lot yeah. of people. I just, yeah. I don't have hardly any friends from college still. I just kind of wasted it away. So maybe I would want to do over, but high school, to, not a chance. Never. No way. No, I can't even like when I saw the story, I guess last week or something, I was just, I was just, I can't believe it. Yeah. Now if you could like go, okay. So you said college. Yeah. I think I would go back if I could go back and is, is that the time you'd pick if you could go back in time? And do it again? Not necessarily do it again, just be in that moment. Um, yeah, and I'd probably say, like, early 20s was fun. Like, okay. before we got married, before we had kids, but dating and, like, working. Doug and I worked together downtown Austin. That was so fun to go to, like, happy hour on Friday downtown and yeah. act like adults, yes. you know? yeah. Um. I think I would do that probably again over college. I think if I could go back, I love my family. I love my kids. I love it all. But I think I would go back when Aaron and I were first married without kids, kind of like you. And we were, and we were working, but when we first got married, we were in college. And so I would just change it all up again. I would want to be working and just enjoying life more. We had kids pretty early into our marriage. And so, yeah. yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, almost six years, five and a half, I guess. Okay. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you so much. Thanks, Jamie. It was fun. It was so fun chatting with you. And so I'm going to um, post all of the show notes, um, on the blog. So if you're not familiar, you can head over to jamieivy.com and check that out. And, um, Amanda, I'm interested in your bucket list. Do you have that, do you have that posted anywhere? Is it on your blog? It's not, it's not on my blog. It's pretty private. Oh, really? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow. It's I have it on my phone. Okay. You should blog yeah. about that. I probably should. I'll post mm-hmm. Amanda's blog up as well, um, and I'll post the links to stuff we talked about. And if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Again, you can find it all at jamieivy.com. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.